Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. In this episode, David will be sharing what he has learned from over 70 years in ministry. God has given David a vision for the former Soviet nations, Europe, and Israel. This vision burns in his soul. It is a vision of these nations one for Christ. This vision is like looking down on a map. He can see God's strategy, what he wants to do through us, to win the lost. This puts an awesome responsibility on us to evangelize. Now, please join David as he ministers today's word. Verse 8, if Jesus had given them that rest, if Jesus had fulfilled the promise 2,000 years ago, there would be no future. And if he had done it, he would not have said that there is yet a day coming. So it's no use us looking back and saying that we're living in a whole new period because Jesus has come and ushered in the kingdom. He's ushered in the kingdom, but we have not yet entered. It's a future that comes, hopefully it's not going to be long, because we are now almost 6,000 years since creation. You know, 2,000 from creation to the flood, 2,000 from the flood to the time of Jesus, 2,000 years from the time of Jesus to the present day. So, in verse 9, there still remains a promise to be fulfilled. And this was something which my father was very strong in teaching me, and I don't find this really in teaching in the church, thank God for my father, because he's pointing out that salvation is not yet complete. Don't think that what you've got down here is the full answer. It's not. It's in part. The real whole thing that we're looking and waiting for is the kingdom. And, you know, when Jesus is preaching, I study this because I, I, I obviously study the life of Jesus as an evangelist because he's the best evangelist. But the whole point is this, that Jesus spoke more about the coming kingdom, the millennial reign, the thousand years reign, than he did about salvation. So, verse 10, um, he that is entered into his rest has ceased from his own work as God did from his. Verse 11, let us labor, let us work, therefore, to enable us to enter into that rest, lest any man fall. Now, this is a big warning. It's possible that we can fail, fall short of the glory of God. Come, this chapter is a very difficult one in that it is allowing for the fact that not everyone, even in the church and the believers, will finally enter. Well, Jesus gave a very simple of that, the parable of the five wise and the five foolish virgins. Out of the ten virgins, only five went in. So he's saying, let us labor to enter, lest we fall because of unbelief. <sighs> Do you know, you can't get away from this, can you? Belief and unbelief. For verse 12, the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing it to divide it, a sound of soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts 
and intents of the heart. So that even if we supposedly are part of the church, it does not mean that we simply because we're part of a church enter into full salvation. Because God is going to bring us to judgment and discerns the thoughts and motives of our hearts. And in verse 13, neither is any creature that is not manifest in his sight. So in other words, godly and ungodly, we all come before judgment. That's what it's meaning here. There's nobody, no creature that is not recorded in God's sight, in God's book, in God's heaven. All things are naked, opened to the eyes of him that we have to deal with. We have to deal with God, God's judgment, and there's more than one judgment. There's the judgment of un ungodly, there's even the judgment of the righteous, um, which is based our rewards. God knows the thoughts uh, and motives of our lives, and we are to be judged. Jesus refers to it in the parable of the talents, uh, how... Uh, those with five talents, ten talents, and so on, used them and multiplied them. The one with the one talent buried it in the ground, and everything that he had was taken away. That is servants given talents. And if we liken that in our spiritual experience, the talents are the gifts that God has given us, and the judgment is how we use what God's given us. You get the reward, whether you've got five talents, ten talents, you still get the reward, rulers over cities. But if you've got one and you bury it in the ground, you don't use it, you lose what you had, because that one is taken away and given to the one with the ten. Then he comes on to a new thing in verse 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our profession. Verse 15 explains what he's trying to say. He says, we don't have a high priest, which is just a holy man set apart from us, who can't be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but our priest was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. So in other words, the high priest, Jesus, had to come and live here for 33 years, face the same problems, the same temptations, the same weaknesses, yet without sin. And therefore, he is sympathetic to us, because he says, verse 16, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace in time of need. God is aware of our frailties, our weaknesses, and our difficulties. And in the next chapter, which I shall deal with next time, he goes on to deal with the responsibility of the high priest, the earthly one. But here, what he's saying is this, the real high priest is Jesus. But he's not just aloof. Um, he lived with us, 
face the problems with us, face the temptations, therefore understands the problems that we have. We're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Uh, There are several sins. You know, I was brought up with the fact that there are sins of commission, sins that you commit. There are sins of omission, sins that you... Paul says, the things that I should do, I do not. And the things that I should not do, I do. And so where is an understanding of this? Because Jesus lived here, knows the life, knows everything about what we're going through. That is why he's able to be a high priest, because he understands us. Oh, what a challenge this is, but it comes back down to having the simple faith to accept the truth, the promise of the Word of God. If we don't accept by faith, we are condemned like Israel to wander in the wilderness. Only if we accept by faith did we go into that kingdom. Oh, you need to do what I do and ask God for faith to believe all his promises. And more on this next time. God bless you. In David Hathaway's new book, A Firm Foundation, Strength for Now and for Eternity, David will guide you through the Apostle Paul's letters to the Philippians, Colossians, and Philemon. David has written this book to strengthen your faith at a time when everything around us is being shaken. Join David as he delves deep into the truths of the Bible. Order David's book, A Firm Foundation, by visiting our website, eurovision.org.uk forward slash shop. Since the invasion of Ukraine began on the 24th of February, 2022, we have been tirelessly engaged in social and relief work to support the people of Ukraine. The days have been filled with challenges, but also with hope, resilience, and the unwavering determination to make a difference in the lives of those affected by the war. Because of your generous support, so many people have been helped. Your donation enables us to distribute humanitarian aid to the displaced living in Ukraine. And each month, David preaches the gospel in person and online. His vision is to see Europe one for Christ. To make a donation, visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash donation. Thank you for your generous support of the ministry. Thank you for listening to the Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.